Welcome to On Tuesdays We Co-Work, where I am co-working my way around London with my partner in crime, Home Slice, Boss Bay. I think we get it, can we crack on? <laughs> Hi guys, welcome back. Um, I've just literally got back from my holiday uh, yesterday and today we um, jumped right back into co-working with Lena and we decided to revisit Sophie's as now it's um, open on Saturdays as well. Yeah, we took advantage of that, had a weekend sesh. And um, I, I liked it this time. Yeah, much it was more. very had different. a much better experience. Mm. I don't know why, like, it was almost hard to remember. Why. I mean, I think, I mean, I, th- I think you said that you didn't enjoy it as much because you were in the right headspace. Yeah, I think I did say that last time. Yeah, it was afternoon and you yeah. were hungry and... Mm-hmm. I don't know. Been at the gym and mm, it was just a bit more yeah. frazzled day as well. Mm. Um, but today we met up um, in the morningish hours, and also we sat in a booth, which, which oh, I yeah. think was different because inside, then, yeah, rather than in, last time, I think we sat right by the window, mm, just uh, with a table chair, yeah, yeah, combination. And I think also it, booth has always some sort of. Just gives you some sort of privacy. Like yeah. now, if I think back, I knew we, ha- I know we had loads of people around us, and it was busy because it got really, really busy around lunchtime. Mm. But sometimes I was still able to kind of just shut everything out and yeah. just have our little bubble there. It's like being in a little cocoon or something, isn't mm. it? Like I love, I love booths. We, yeah. we were in Hashiburgers. The booth was. It's always nice yeah, to be in a booth. Yeah, it's really nice in a booth. Yeah. Um, and also with, so as soon as I had I was coming from Andco, straight away they said to pick one of these booths because they have uh, the plug point um so every table has a, a double oh, plug so they point. pointed you there yes you got that and um and plus they have the um the <laughs> usb something what can we tell them what we did yeah so we kind of bernadette was plugged into one of the plugs and then i was like oh i need to plug mine in so we realized you unplugged something and then you realised that it was the Christmas tree. That was, The whole Christmas tree. The whole arch. And we didn't realise it was an arch. Just, there was an arch <laughs> like in the middle of the building as well that was all lit up with lights. And we didn't realise that that plug <laughs> also controlled all of those lights. Yeah. So as she pulled it out to plug my laptop in, the lights just went off and we were like, Oh no! And then I was oh, scared, no. so I put it back on, and then, and then it's just lit up again. Lit up again, and I was, and I was like, "Just do it quickly!" Like, pull that out pull again. It back out. <laughs> and then we put mine in, and then uh, when we were leaving, we were saying, waiting for the right time to quickly switch them back on. And then she was saying to me, "It's, it's now good. It's now good. It's now good." And then I was like, "Okay, just do it now." supposed to be when no one's around yeah. looking and actually it was when a member of staff stepped directly under the arch as he stepped under the arch the lights just came <laughs> on <laughs> I don't yes. know if we should have told that but we, we did we had the best intention yes it was we just we just needed electricity exactly I mean they put us to the booth where they used one of the plot points and they knew they were two of us so yeah. definitely it's their fault yeah I believe but them. the hot waiter made up for yeah it. um again we came across that issue what we I think we remembered that we had last time that it's not even because I went in intention that I'm gonna have soy milk oh the milk issue yeah yeah, I really wanted to have a hot chocolate Mm. and I got to the stage with my stomach thinking that I can't even have any sort of milk um like a little bit because I think before even if I had like a coffee or something it was fine but just last week I had a coffee with normal milk um because I thought I can power it through Oh, well, I mm. couldn't. So I didn't want to chance it. And I thought, oh, but I don't care. I'm going to have soy milk. I'm going to have a soy um, mocha. 
And they didn't have soy either, which See, I was which really, is good really thing sad. In the end, isn't it? I don't know. I, I really wanted to have a soy or like any sort of mocha. But, um, but I had a really nice tea, though. I had a blacker and an um, hibiscus, and it was really, really nice. Um, I like the, um, what's the right word, crockery? The the teapots and the cups and the it's crockery, sauces. isn't it? Pottery. Crockery means something. I don't know what. Does it mean nice and forks? No, that's cutlery. Yes, cut. I think it's crockery. I think it's a word. I believe you. Um, I'll take it. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that it was very Instagramable. It's just, it's actually, I don't know. I'm gonna go there more. Mm. I like it there. I don't know why I didn't like and it. And again, again, so so close to your um, gym, isn't it, to Charing mm. Cross? So I think normally, if I've got breaks in between clients, I don't go. But now, I'm gonna start going. Yeah, the back is completely different. Right, but and as I said, it was really really busy mm. in lunchtime, and and I didn't feel it. No, if especially if obviously we were chatting and we haven't seen each other for a long time, but if when if I, especially if I put in the headphones, oh yeah, that booth just gives you such a um, feeling of privacy. And it's such a nice looking place. Mm, it's it is really nice and it's a very aesthetically pleasing. Lots to look at. So right now, I would say that this kind of became one of my favorites. Yeah, it's just a very good pretty. Nice, reliable, just, you know, that, getting... that milk thing though. Oh, so. yeah, I just forget that. See, if I could go there and have an oat latte, it would be the best. It would, it would be, be the five. Yeah, it would be 5.2. It can't be 5.2. Okay, well, five out of five. Five out of five. <laughs> I got a bit overexcited. But yeah, um, I, I really hope they fix it though, because. We I mean, maybe... but, but, but it's such, you know, it's just as good that, like, how you know, we've been talking about it, and we keep forgetting it that there is no milk, yeah. so everything else just kind of overrides it. And and if if it's not an issue for you, then it's a five plate five you know what? point. I might just take milk with me. Do you, think? Do you reckon I could just, if I become a regular there, I could just be like, oh, could I have my latte with this milk? Especially if I make friends with the waitresses mm. or waiters. Mm. <laughs> yeah, Lila had an eye on one of them. Just had my eye on one. <laughs> Oh yeah. That's so cute. um if you have no um issue or priority when it comes to milk, this is a five star five point at uh, <laughs> five point two and per venue. <laughs> Again, if if you didn't listen to previous ones, it's just around the corner from Piccadilly. Uh if you know the McDonald's, it's across the McDonald's. Oh my god. <laughs> um and and it has different areas. Boothies. It's very nice, spacious venue. Booths. 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 <laughs> and um, sofas with armchairs and coffee tables, proper tables, seating outside, but like in a... Very nice looking food beat. as well, yeah. if you did want to have lunch. The, the salad, the Caesars had next to us looked massive. It looked really nice. And um, they have the truffle fries we tried last time, and it was oh, yeah. banging. Oh, yeah. Um, so it is a brilliant place, and I can just recommend it. There's no downfall. So, the staff is really nice and friendly. It's it's well staffed. There's quite a few people there. Yeah. Um, all tables. I was I was looking at it. Even if you sit anywhere, they all quite nice size. I think in a weekday as well, it would just be a little um, what's the word? Uh, oasis. Mm. Like in the middle of a, like the very busy city in the area. You know, I don't really yeah. like that area that much. It's just so crazy but just going in there is so peaceful it's very so, high ceiling as yeah. well so it, it gives spacious. you spacious yeah um pretty like in the gray kind of mm. you know it's not so London. feminine it's not not so 
mask it's just just the nice balance of everything isn't yeah. it it's quite organic or i don't know yeah i know what you're trying to say because because also you have the chandeliers and you have the raw bits plants yeah so it's just just a nice Thanks venue plants. go and check it out i can't really talk you know yeah i think we we should stop ranting about it now i think they get it we like it it's it's, it's we were wrong it's okay to say you were wrong yeah we were wrong it's a, it's a growth experience if you want to, to say she's eating chocolates um that i gave to her um, <laughs> yeah it's a growth experience mm. to be like okay do you know what i made a mistake sophie's so sophie's it is um it's a, one of our first or maybe the first five point and it's the first place we've revisited mm. well yeah yeah it is it is yeah so go and check it out um it's the best place to work at I can just just say it out loud like this. For me, this was the best place to work at. There you go. Let's and move on to the topic yeah. then. So for today's topic, um, we decided to go again, slightly more businessy, because we had such a great feedback and so many questions and um, I don't know what other words there. Um, insights. Insights and, yeah. um, from our previous um, business plan episode where we were just kind of explained it in plain English and told our thoughts and how we we do business plan and what we think about it and how it worked for us so today we decided, um, we decided that we're going to talk about um, websites and building your own website and owning domain name and be all and all the things that we've learned along the way because mm. we've been setting up websites I mean if I think back I had Obviously, my blog back when it was on Blogger, mm. but I also had a PT website which was on Wix.com. I had Pixel, which was a Squarespace. <laughs> then I moved to WordPress for my blog, and yeah, I've just I've been around. Mm. So <laughs> the website world, mm-hmm, sure. <laughs> um, and I know obviously you've like had yours done very yes, nicely. So, so. Um, obviously, I have a little bit of background with um, graphic design. So I had quite a few clients who when they asked me if I could do a couple of flyers, if I could do this or that. And they asked, like, oh, well, who does your website? And I said, well, I do it myself. And they asked me straight away if I could do theirs. So then um, when I usually say no and just give them a little bit of advice, uh, because what I find, especially when you're starting out, that it can be um, quite, not demanding, but financially it's a big investment to to hire someone to build your website and host it especially when you're not quite sure what you want like what if I think of my first website it's completely different from what I have now because I am a kind of person I was a kind of person who just went and done it and I figured out and I'm figuring out who I am along the way yeah. And what sort of service I want to give, what I'd like to talk about, as a et cetera. So my website had to form and form with, with me and with my business. Yeah. So it wasn't well, it wouldn't have been practical to invest a thousand pounds to give it to someone to build it in a certain way when I knew that in three months' time I would most likely want to change it again. So this is what we just we were just discussing this a little bit off uh, recording as well, because mm. I was saying that if you are in this kind of stage of growth, which, again, arguably it's not just a stage, but it's kind of a mindset and it can be continuous, can always be evolving. Yeah. Um, so I would say 
if you are kind of in that mindset, then potentially having someone to do it for you, although it can be very, you know, professional and maybe you could get a higher standard in that sense. But if we're talking to people who are like lone creative solopreneurs mm. rather than running big businesses, then potentially you are your business. And if you're in this growth stage, you're going to want to keep changing things. I know that I'm like that. And yeah. I think maybe you are as well, that we get a new idea and think, oh, I'm going to add this on to my website. And I don't mean change exactly who you are, but for example, I'm, I'm going to add this service. So now I want a section of that on my website. Mm. Um, I'm doing a new PT course, a new style of course. So I want to add that onto my website and yeah. this kind of thing. So it, it depends because I've not actually worked with someone to design my website. So maybe yeah. I'm saying this wrongly, but if every time you want to add something, you have to go back to a person and add on, yeah. you know, pay a little bit more or something like mm. that to get it done, then you add in a lead time, you add in all of these things. Whereas when you can do your own website, if you have the skills to be able to do it, if you want to change something, you just change it like that. Yeah. So that's that was the argument was that potentially the reason this is a topic worth discussing is because if you are all grow girls and you're, yeah. you know, you're you're quite you're evolving and you are your business, then there's a certain power that you get from being able to do it yourself. Yeah. And just not having to, to rely on... I was thinking else. back to um, to the clients I've worked with in the past, um, as I also work alongside graphic designers mm-hmm. and creating, obviously, Im- images for websites that they are designing for the client. Okay. And most likely... I was kind of arguing within myself because there were the, the most of the clients were, for instance, beauty or something that's quite like okay, this is a service I'm giving A to Z. I need a homepage, I need a contact page, and I need a price list, and that's it. And that's it's not as yeah. um, interactive as maybe our business. Who when you do blog and when you do um, stuff like that, but then also if it's that if your business is like that and it and you are happy with a fairly that was a basic but a simple um website Mm -hmm. then again these platforms that we'd like to talk about in a minute or these companies are perfect for you you can do it easy and again save money on it Mm -hmm. and have the control so i would say as well that this is something that i listened to a podcast this week by uh, Mark Cole so it's a PT I think I've mentioned it before it's a personal training based podcast but he goes into a lot of things that are relatable to other businesses Mm. as well and it was called are you running a business because obviously personal training you go in for your sessions you Mm. run your sessions it's quite easy that that is a job and he makes that that distinction between a job and a career in terms of are you just running are you running a business or are you Working. working and but for yourself because mm. there's a difference and he made a good point which is that a job is something that it doesn't matter if you work for yourself or not is that you do you earn the money for it and that's that whereas a business is something that you project growth you think about how you can scale it and you think about um almost like removing yourself not necessarily yeah no yourself, I know what but, you mean and it's a really good point I know it's so, all about I mean I kind of thought about it before but now it's clear and yeah. I, I know what you're going to come So, so I just think this. that whatever your business is, because if your business is beauty, I'm thinking of like something like, um, you know, eyebrow threading yeah. and that type of thing, then you can make that a whole lifestyle. And that's probably the difference between something where you are just working and, and just grinding away to taking it to the next level where people come to your website for, you know, the blog posts and the inspiration images mm. and, 
and uh, all that type of thing, you could take it to the next level. So I think for all of us, I think it's commonly known in marketing now that you want to make your business into a lifestyle. Yeah. Um, so that that's a that's a, a good way just to tie in why we think this is so important to talk about yeah. a website because I, and that's how a website that's how you get that lifestyle across I think is by the website and I know you sort of said it to me because you were putting a lot of time into your website yes. a few months back and I was doing the opposite neglecting mm. it because I was just putting so much into Instagram and then it shows now with the algorithm change and what's going on with Instagram is I feel like I'm not reaching anywhere near as much of my audience as I was before Mm. so having my website suddenly seems very important because if I was driving people to there then it wouldn't matter if Instagram was yes because if people were used to going on my website rather than just typing in my name on Instagram then if they can't see me popping up in their feed they'll still remember to type in my website so it's that sense of diversifying yourself and removing um your reliance on on the platforms platforms, yeah because it's it's not as secure I mean I, I know that Everyone says that you know Instagram is still going and it still will go, but it's changing. Yeah, and again, it's not in your hands at all. Your feed is nice, but also you have to follow trends. Still, but still stay within your genre and niche and your style. But the website is purely you. That people go there. There's no other distractions. There's no other account or other people's stories popping up or an ad. They go there and you give them the experience. That's so true, yeah. So um, I think it's really, really, still nowadays, that's that's what makes difference between I'm just doing this because it's my passion, I like it, it's my hobby, or no, I want to create something where I can give you and that you can step into the world I'm creating. Um, I think that's a website. Yeah. Um, and I find it personally, my one's running on Squarespace. Um, just to go in on a slightly more technical bit um, and I've decided because when I moved here obviously I had very um, few knowledge about all these things and very few friends as well so one of my friends she knew about Squarespace so she recommended it she said that she used it so I kind of just went with that um, and although it's a very easily drag and pull insert kind of website um it is quite pricey I think on the market yeah so I think if I would start from scratch I probably wouldn't go for it Mm -hmm. um especially for me because I need to have a higher package because of the the amount of images and data I'm storing on yeah because if you just have taxed with few images Mm -hmm. then you are able to buy buy a smaller package from mm. the website but obviously I needed a bigger one yeah I was on Squarespace when I was with Pixel and mm. I actually found it amazing I kind of when I because I'd had my blog for so many years when I met you and you told me that yours was on Square Squarespace I kind of wanted to, I wish I could be on it for my blog because mm. I found it much easier to it's very design yeah. and to use and and all the all the ready templates are very clean already very nice yeah very well Modern. done I think yeah. it's a place for creatives really isn't it it's designed with that in mind, with an element of you know artistic mm. um, aesthetics. But it was expensive for me as well because so if you're trying to sell anything, because I was selling on the website, oh. I had to pay for the business package um, where you have like the ability to take yeah, payments. Commercials. Yeah, uh, Stripe, I think it was. And so, I mean, yeah. my, my one, I'm paying twenty pounds a month. 
Oh, I was like paying thirty five or thirty nine. Probably because of the cart because I don't need yeah. the cart right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, but because I'm just thinking that with my website, if I'm going to start selling, as you know, I'm, mm. I've got plans to be offering a service on my website soon. Then I might need something like that to mm. integrate. So it's a consideration. Um, but if you are so if if you are sort of running a business which you want to take payments for, and it's then. If you if your most of your business comes through your website, thirty five pounds a month isn't isn't it's too bad, bad really. If you think about like me paying to the how much mm. I pay for the gym, if the, it was my main source of income, thirty five pounds a month is is not too bad. Mm. But I think perhaps if yeah, I guess. If but you, also I think if you're saying your I know, package is I know cheaper. a friend of mine. He sells through sh- Shopify. Oh yeah, I I have no knowledge I of it. Used it before even. Um, but I know that he's really really happy with it. Okay. So that's good. But again, so Squarespace is a platform where you have these ready templates. You just rename what you want to rename and ready and pull the images. You can um, change the character styles, pages, um, and form it to your own, um, but not in such a depth as you could do on other website creating platforms, I think. Yeah, so so then so we're just currently discussing providers and we'll go into different things. But since you said that, I'm on WordPress for my blog. Mm. And WordPress I find quite complicated because you have to do some coding. Yeah. So you can buy ready made templates um from places like Pipdig, is it called? Pipdig, yeah. I think I I bought it because I, I was kind of playing enjoying the idea of going on WordPress, but it was just I, I knew that it would take so much time for me. Yeah. To go then I would might as well just to be stay. honest. It was Theme Forest, I think. Okay. There's lots of yeah, there's so Where many places you can buy, you can buy um, them. Templates. But I find it very difficult to do and to set up. But I now just recently redid my website mm. and it took me a, a good two days of just sort of staring at a screen and staring <laughs> at code. But then I watched a YouTube video, which I'm gonna try and find the one that I watched and put it in the show notes. Um, but it showed me how to get a live editor which mm. basically means it now looks how Squarespace looked. Yeah. Where you use a template, you choose a template, free, and then you just change the bits that you want. And this YouTube video showed me how to install it. So now it's completely like that forever. So anytime I add a new page, it's easy for me to edit. Yeah. I just drag and drop. I don't have to put in all the code and stuff like that. So if you can get WordPress to that point, I would say it's quite worth doing because it's very cheap. Mm. Um, and then you still have that element of control, but potentially you still need a little bit more knowledge than you do for Squarespace. Yes. I was just thinking, because I know that for a long time, um, I didn't know that there was a difference between WordPress.com and WordPress.org. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know that either. Is, is it org, right? Yeah. Um, so I think most people just go in WordPress.com, and that's the very basic... I'm on that one. Are you? Yeah. So I wanted, So I used to work, I interned with... Um, the guys at Chloe Digital who are like they are um, tech support for bloggers mm. and I was on blogger and then I migrated to WordPress and accidentally just deleted my site because I'm just so not tech savvy <gasps> and luckily Chloe who runs Chloe Digital was so nice and she sat down and just fixed it for me yeah and I sat with her but to be honest I have no idea what really happened mm. so that's how I got onto wordpress.com and got my website back up and running and since then I've very I've really not touched it very much because I didn't really know what I'm doing and until just recently. So I managed to get it to the point now where I have more control because I was realizing that .com is very limited. Yes. But actually, that's what I'm saying, that with this change that I did, and I don't know exactly what it's called, but it's basically 
changing it from a blog format to a static homepage, mm. which treats it like a proper website where you have a main page that you navigate to rather than it looking like a, a list of blog posts. Mm. You can make it look like a website homepage, a landing page. Um, so that's the first thing. And then it's changing the editor to a live editor so it looks like Squarespace. So you can do that on .com. Mm. But .org, I think, is where you have some more... Um, features with widgets and stuff yes but that's why I heard mm. that if if when I was thinking to go to um WordPress they said don't use a .com go to .org yeah and and also they just suggested to go to this uh, website theme forest mm-hmm. I think and um, and just um there are thousands of themes there are free there are more expensive ones there are less expensive ones and you can pick and I think you can install it onto this wordpress.org and and again, use it somehow, what you just said about this um, Squarespace editor. editor style. Yeah. Um, but for me, because I've been running my website on Squarespace for two, three years by then, when I realised how much work it would have been, um, I decided that it's not a time for me right now. Mm-hmm. So um, I've been just working on Squarespace, although... Um, loads of my clients are on Wix because Wix is very competitive on prices mm. and it looks a bit um Dowdy. yeah it looks <laughs> a bit cheaper yeah as well but actually you can create if you spend more time and effort you can create very clean very beautiful websites and I think you can edit well no, I think I, I know that you can edit more in depth with yeah. Wix than in um, Squarespace. Oh, really? Mm. See, when I had Wix, this was about four or five years ago, so it would have been much more basic. Yeah. Obviously, they would have developed since then. Um, but I would say I agree with you that on anything, no matter how basic the provider you're on, if you we we as creatives have the tool of mm. of design, yes. and and we can make anything look much nicer if you utilize your design skills. Um, if if you have them, if you are a creative, um. So, so in a sense, I think if you need to go for a cheaper price, cheaper price point with Wix, I can imagine that quite easily you could sit down and create a website that's yeah. just as nice looking. Especially I think if you're in the beginning of your business and you have a bit more free time and then you can create something, a good base, yeah. and then later on you can play around and expand from there. Um, and all of these websites, I'm not sure about WordPress, but they offer obviously, they have these partnerships with domain owners yeah, they do as well. Yeah. Um, so you can buy that because, I mean, I'm just going to say it. Sorry if you knew it already, but I didn't when I started that how a website builds up. You have these websites, um, the storage unit, which kind of stores the website and the website data and what people... Hosting eat, provider. Hosting provider. Yeah. Um, and that's where you upload your data and what you want to show to people, and you create the the whole block of website. And separately, you have to buy the name, the domain name, mm-hmm. and you have to link that name to the storage unit, what you've created. So they, they're two different things. And and this this domain name is the, the name of your website, name of your company, whichever you like, and you can buy them from... Domain providers. Yeah, so... I think you said you were with GoDaddy. So I'm with GoDaddy, and um, I've been with them for years for every single mm. one, every single website, that that was where I bought my domain. Yeah. So I've had lots of different providers 
but I've always had my domains with GoDaddy. And mm. to be honest, I just got it because it was the one affiliated with the first company I yeah. ever used. But actually, this year I've realised that they are actually very, very good. Mm. And you were with me when I switched over from herfashionmemoir.com to leelajasmine.com. I was like, how do I do this? How do I move my site to a new domain? How complicated is it? Yeah. And I was like, I spent a good day researching, watching YouTube videos, and it was all this code and stuff, and I was getting very confused. And then GoDaddy call you, just called me just to say, hi, it's our three-month checkup. We just want to see if everything's fine. You've got these domains in your account. Do you still want them? And I realized I was still paying for like some old ones. I was like, oh, no, I don't want those. Mm. So they said, okay, we'll cancel them. You're not paying for them anymore. One of them, they'd already taken the payment, but because it was a month later, instead of a few months, they said, we'll refund you. They were so good. Oh, no. And then I, I said, actually, while you're here, I want I want to move my domain over. Um, is that going to affect anything? And they were like, I didn't think that they were going to help yeah. me. I was just asking them if it would change anything in terms of how I'm paying for things or if they need to, to mm. know about it. And they just said, okay, which one is it? And I told them, I said, okay, I'll just do that now for you. And they literally just, it, within minutes... They just did it, and then my, they mm. said my website is is now changed. And they also said that we can redirect it as well. So if anyone goes to your old domain, you will automatically be taken to yeah. your your new page. And they just did that for free, and like, you can pay people yeah. to do that. So it's worth potentially going with a company like that mm. who are quite established. I mean, also I think most if you go for a bigger provider, yeah, um, for or like bigger domain host. Mm provider um then I think you're gonna be in this position I, I realized that I'm with TSO host okay that's another company so that's where I have my www.burnedupboxer.com yeah and I recently Squarespace added this new feature that um you can do these mailing lists mm-hmm. and uh, they, they do the email campaign within their templates yeah. and everything but I had to connect my email address to to this email campaign server mm-hmm. and obviously I had no idea about this DNA uh, yeah. coding etc so I just went on to a TSO host she went on live chat and I said this is the situation within three minutes it was done really yeah so wow. so that that's why these people are there that's why these companies are built for to help out yeah um us it's funny so that it's such a surprise. Scared, scared to just go out and, and ask. Yeah, because it's it is funny because I wouldn't have like you know when they whenever they call me, I mm. don't answer. I don't know it's them, but if an unknown number calls me, I don't answer ever. And and then if I answer and they say hi, it's GoDaddy, I'm just like, Oh god, why did I answer? <laughs> I normally would hang up. But actually when they say we just want to help, we always just have a this feeling that it's an ulterior motive but literally they just they no, actually yeah, helped me yeah they saved me money they gave me a refund for something and they sorted out a problem that was stressing me out that I didn't even know they could help with mm. so I think sometimes we've got to remember and we know this as business owners ourselves but the whole world I think when it's someone else we we forget that businesses are there to provide value mm. and so yeah it's, it's it's in their interest to keep you long term yeah. and stay with them mm-hmm. and probably they know that it's a very competitive business that they have to give extra service because everyone can you know there are so many different companies mm-hmm. who are there to sell these domain names etc etc um yeah and and this is where they can make a difference how they uh help there and deal with their customers so either when it comes to um 
building your website because Squarespace is the same. These help you the same way. Wix is, I've been in touch with Wix for so long because um, one of my clients who I helped the website with, it was just so many different things we had to change and transfer and um, he had his domain names and everything just all over the place. I had to pull it all together and I was on the phone with Wix all the time. Mm. And and they, they sorted everything out. So what I can vouch for is that all these um, website host providers such as Wix, Squarespace, and I suppose WordPress as well, um, and the domain host providers we can talk about GoDaddy and TSO host. Mm-hmm. Just go there and ask and you just a tool and they help you. Um, and once that's all set up, building a website and looking after it will give you such a, a good boost and such a good control over your your business that you'll be able to express exactly what you'd like and react as, as soon as your business grows and changes the appearance of your business can react to it straight away. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that was exactly the point. And the other thing I would say about that that one point is that quite often, if you're like me, you don't want to spend, like, I like to do things quickly, don't mm. have much patience. I, w- I wouldn't want to spend 10, 20 minutes trying to call up one of these providers. Mm. But it's worth that short-term investment that you spend a bit of time, 30 minutes, talking to them or waiting to get through or whatever it is but then they're going to sort the problem they're going to tell you exactly what you need to do they can set up these things for us that we can otherwise sit and spend a day on youtube trying to work it out for ourselves so i think it's worth that upfront investment sometimes to just we spoke at the beginning kind of started this podcast with about outsourcing and how you want to have control over what you're doing which i still stand by but then it's this idea that some things can be outsourced and what we don't need to know is how do we drive the domain what like how do we get the domain to direct to another domain we don't need to know maybe things like that Mm. if they can do it for us and we're paying them for that but then we can take control of the design and the the translating our message that Mm. that's what they can't do for us and that would be the thing that would be good to keep within and then the other thing before we go into the creative side and wrap up um was was email domain and we both have our email domains the same as our um as our websites, so it's yours is photo, yeah, at Bender, yeah. yeah, and then mine is hello at Lily Jasmine. So that was something that I think a lot of people don't don't really do. Yeah, I mean, I'm really surprised at how many people don't do it. Yeah, but I think it's very, I think it makes us look so much more professional. Hmm. It's, I don't, I don't even think nowadays. I think people are a bit more relaxed about this professional and not professional. Um, maybe not professional but established yeah probably I always feel like when I reach out to brands I think they take me more seriously because of that Mm. email address looks like this is something I actually do rather than I'm just like a randomer who's just emailing them for me what I feel that or why it's important to me is because of my branding and because of who I am and I've you know told you about it before um it came live and um, that obviously with Brenda Bakshaw and and with my photography page and Instagram and the blog and everything is all connected. Um, and uh, what I'm working towards um, 
is creating a brand, creating an ethos mm-hmm. and a star and a vibe. And I feel that as soon as I put gmail.com behind it, oh, yeah. Gmail is so big, they just override everything I've built. Mm. So for me, that's just kind of clearing all these little things. It just kind of keeps it within the family or within this um, brand I've created. Yeah. Um, so for me, that's why it's really important um, to have it. And again, what you do is when you have the domain um, host and you buy your from GoDaddy, you can actually inquire. You can add in the service. So I just added that in for my most recent email address. Mm. Um it's like a, a you add on a you add on that service for a couple of pounds yeah. extra a month or something, and then your email is all sorted. Um, my one is with Microsoft. Okay, so mine was I bought it through GoDaddy and it, they work with Microsoft. Mm. That only thing that I would say is that I have a Gmail one with um, some G Suite, I think. G Suite, yeah, yeah Suite with um, my old email address, her fashion memoir, and I. The only thing is I really miss having Gmail. Oh, really? I liked it. So, like, even when I go on there now, because sometimes brands still email me to my old one. So I, I literally forget about it and until I get, like, an mm. important email and then they message me again. I'm like, oh, crap. So I go on my desktop to go onto it. And then it's just, like, you're typing and it literally, know, like, it's now got all these features. Mm. So it knows what you're saying. So if I say something, you know, typical blogger things, you always say the same thing. Um, so I think I was saying um, something about, if if possible if that if you're happy with that then this is my proposal or something and it just like guess the end of the sentence all the time really yeah it's like got all this intelligent Mm. stuff and whereas for me I found that outlook is a little bit more like Mm. you know if you think about google as a company yeah it's very very forward thinking isn't it so but it's a couple of pounds cheaper to go on Outlook. Yeah, so, so I'm yeah I'm with them. Was it Office three sixty five? Yeah, yeah, I'm with them as well. Um, and and that's Outlook. I really like it because for me, it's just for my personality, just very square, very straightforward. Mm. Yeah, I think it's what you're used to as well. Mm. Because now, when I went into my Gmail yesterday, I was like, oh god, but obviously it looks a mess because I've not been in it. Yeah, just so I've not, I don't clean it. But I used to have folders and everything would be dragged in. Whereas now, my Outlook is quite neat and tidy yeah. because I've been using it. I open it every day yeah. um but anyway yeah that's just if you if you're a bit pedantic like <laughs> us so, so it's basically when you buy this service then again it's the same as um so it can be just because it's gmail and you said g suite it doesn't mean that it's gmail.com just want to be clear no so no, it's no. then you have to add that domain it's just that google is the the host. host of your email so, inbox. So it's the same again. So you have you buy your domain name from the domain companies like GoDaddy, mm-hmm. and then you are you buy host for your website and you buy host for your email address. So it's like the big two containers, yeah. Thing, and then so when you have your name, you have to link your name to your containers, and that's that's what it's all about, really. Yeah. So when someone clicks on that name then it's going to go to your website or someone puts it the photo at burnedbuckshot.com, then it's going to go to and connect to my email address. Yeah. Again, I really do apologise if it's very obvious for some people, uh, but I, I know that I had no idea when I started and um, I just wanted to sum it up. Yeah, I think we should just sum up now with maybe like mm. a little bit about the creative side of like why we... Because I think websites can be... I know I dismissed it a little bit. 
because with social media now mm. we think that people don't actually want to go that everything's on social media oh everything's on social media but the reality is like you said that's not where we get our control and so I think that people still think of websites as something very oh you've just got to tick a box and say you've got a website or websites are almost old school mm. and then I've just realized recently that how important it is to actually have it and how you can make you like you say you make your own little world there but there's also like clever business things that you can do like what you spoke about with your mailing list and things like that yeah nobody's signing up to your mailing list via Instagram really are they no but if you can get them onto your website and you can have you know for example an ebook pop up get the free ebook if you put your email address in here done you've got them on your mailing list and then it's a direct contact to them it's not it doesn't matter if they open the app or not on Instagram they're getting you into their inbox so Mm. it doesn't matter if the algorithm changes its mind and decides it hates you like yeah um well, yeah, so, I mean, if we go into style, in the beginning, beginning, and I literally had two pages, one for portfolio and one for contact, just so I was present. And uh, I was, a, you know, I mean, I don't know, old-fashioned, again, I think it depends on the business, but as soon as I I see someone, they share with us, do you have a website? Um, mm-hmm. that's, that's the first thing they ask. They don't ask about my Instagram handle Oh, see, that's, that's funny because maybe it's the circle that I'm in, mm. the very like bloggery world, but I haven't had that that much. And then when I interviewed Robin, yeah, who's your friend, um, for the podcast, she asked me a few times about my website, and people like in my family will ask about my website, but not really the people that I speak to, you know maybe on the blogging, maybe they're, they're all Instagram people. Mm. But when I spoke to Robin, I realised, okay, so creatives in London, business people still do ask about a website. Yeah. And actually... That's where you can that, present yourself. Yeah. Because it's not just image or 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 just words or just videos, but it's whatever you want to put out there. Again, Instagram, if you have a good photo and a short caption, you put it out today, in two, two months' time, even in two weeks' time, People have no idea where it is going. Yeah, and you know what? A, a, a final thought that you just made me think of is if we are business people, if we want to be taken seriously as we run a business, we don't take photos, we don't just help people in the gym, we are business people who mm. run a business, especially when it comes to if any of you are bloggers. I think that's a very specific one with what I was saying about when you reach out to brands with an email address. If you just say, oh, I could take some pictures in your product for you and you could pay them for me. Do we want them to perceive us as Instagram girl who'll be happy with some free clothes? Or are we a business person who is a content creator Mm. who should be paid for this service of content creation and styling and, you know, photography Mm. and all, all of these things? Because I think having the website behind an Instagram page and having that personalized domain shows I treat myself as a businesswoman. Mm. And therefore you should too. So I think it's that's the kind of difference is that Instagram is great. No matter how much you're killing it on Instagram, you need to, you need to have that like professional mm. sort of like a, it's like a contact page behind it yeah. rather than having to put everything about your business in your bio and squeeze it into, you know, your bio and your captions. Like you say, those captions are down the feed, yeah. gone out of the grid after nine. I think that's that for me, while we've been talking about it, I think that's a bit too big difference. I think, Instagram is a very in the moment. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a quick impact, but it's gonna you know by the end of the day you probably forget about it. Yeah. 
uh, or even how many times I was like, I saw something and I wanted to look it up again. I couldn't find it. I couldn't remember where yeah. it was. So I think you might, if you're constantly up on Instagram, you draw attention to yourself. That's good. But if you want to give value to people that they revisit and if you have, I don't know, any message um, that you'd like to get across, mm. then go create a website where you prioritize when and what and how you want to say because you can have a pop-up window of sales or any message you want. You can have a homepage, you tell whatever you want. It's a back page, whatever you want. So people know where to find what and it's your control of what you want to show them in your face or with their face, sorry, what's in an archive and lower down. You can reshuffle it anytime. If you want to pin something on a top, then it's going to be pinned for as long as you want it. Mm -hmm. So it's yours. It's under your control and not in, because it's still Instagram's Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> Just because you have a feed on it is still Instagram. Yeah. But the website is you. That's that's all I can say. That that's your that that's how you have control and this is how you can give the value what you want to give. I think that's a good place to leave mm, it. I think so. I think we've had enough techie talk for one day, but I think <laughs> hopefully you found value in that and yeah, I think it's one of those where maybe you want to sit down and listen to the first part, the technical part, and make some notes. But main purpose is just to inspire you to go and do that and diversify so that we're not all reliant on again like you say something we can't yeah. control all so right we are oh, okay yeah doing a Q&A for our last episode before for this year this yeah. year yeah before we go into 2019 so we'll advertise this on our socials but please send us the questions that you'd like us to answer they can be business related freelancer life uh, health yeah they can be anything um, because that's your help you know yeah you can ask us personal ones if you want to ask me anything about fitness pt if you want to ask photography about anything about photography um there can be anything yeah but, personal um, anything that that you think we will be we will need them within the next week yeah yes yes i'm confused we'll, we'll, we'll figure that out <laughs> just as soon as you know just i'm just making it. a weird face but we're going to put polls on instagram or a question on the last chocolate um on instagram stop eating chocolates now okay all right guys we will speak to you very soon yeah have, have a, a good great week. week bye goodbye a big thank you to anko for sponsoring this episode we love working with such a cool brand that allows us to co-work completely flexibly and at an affordable price if you want to sign up to anko and come and join us at some of the locations you can use the code leela anko and that gets you 50% off, so you are only paying £10 a month for access to all of their co-working spaces. Hopefully see you there.